really hard it was like intense but you know yeah. what it taught us so many lessons it really did i feel like like especially when you live in a city like toronto there's like so many distractions that you can spend your money on and there's also like a level of like keeping up with the joneses mm-hmm. like you need to like mm-hmm. like live a certain lifestyle mm-hmm. but it actually hinders you it and then a bigger hole yeah. yeah yeah right and it's not until you like make some like a huge sacrifice mm-hmm. like we did like it was so drastic but we realized that we, wasn't actually getting us closer to getting where we wanted to be, which was to own a own property in mm-hmm. Toronto. I don't remember what t- time, but we decided that we were gonna we were gonna like move. Yeah, we wanted to downsize in order to save for a down payment because we yeah. always said like we want to own property in Toronto, but, but we like, never actually did any made anything about it. Like I don't right? know, like if we were, just we were thinking, thinking something, it was gonna be like here you go, Fabens. Like, Here's the house. House. like that's not how it happens. You have to make changes. You have to make sacrifices, yeah. and that's exactly what we did. We made huge sacrifices. Yeah. Ooh, you, can talk, sacrifice. you guys can talk about sacrifice because they're. <laughs> I get it. The Toronto real estate market is confusing. Whether you're a new or experienced investor or just looking for a home to raise your family in, join us at Broadview Table Talks as you sit around the table with my friends and talk about the real estate and the ever-changing market in Toronto. Guys, welcome to another edition of Broadview Table Talks. Today, we got special guests here, outside agents, past clients, new investors. I'm really excited. Yeah. Michelle, Kamaya, Amoy. I'm so excited for what you guys doing. They're TikTok Hello. famous, by the way, too. That's kind of <laughs> <laughs> You gotta tell me about that. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Thanks for having right. me. Yeah, well, thank, thank you. Us. Thank thanks you. for joining. So let's talk about a couple things today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Real estate investing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about your social media. Okay. Acting career, maybe. I don't know how it all relates. Maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it totally Netflix does. Actor. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah. 100% Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Lead generation. What else do you want to talk about? Um, we actually made like a little list. Oh, private lending. Private lending. Private lending. Private lending. About that today. Let's do it. Mentor and student. Even though you're Ooh. unwillingly our mentor. Um, I don't mind. Uh, wait, what, what is it called? Oh, um, analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. That's a good one to talk about. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's all. That covers, yeah, I think that's I it. Where's the list? Where's the it's list? on the, on the oh, notes app. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So first of all, um, congratulations for your amazing journey. I can't believe you guys are doing that. That's awesome. You bought Thank your first you. property a couple months back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. January, January. Early January. Early. Yeah. yeah. It was like January, January started. Yeah. So I like, should we say how we met you? Sure, let's do it. Okay, so, well, I, I guess know. we have to go like way back to like Tell the start of the pandemic. Yeah. Okay, that. yeah. That. Like, we're, okay, yeah. All right, all let's it. do that. Oh, whoa, whoa, sorry. You guys okay. chime in. You guys <laughs> chime in. Okay. You want okay. to? <laughs> but uh, essentially, uh, I'm a single mom to Kamaya mm-hmm. and Amoy, and um, I would say like I grew up pretty. I don't know what the word is, but like disadvantaged. I also had no financial education whatsoever, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't actually until the pandemic that I was like, oh my God, like we have this income, but like I'm completely financially illiterate. And obviously with the pandemic, everyone's at home and like, you're not doing anything. A lot of time to think. A lot of time to think. (laughs) And um, I just started watching YouTube videos on money. That's like how it started. And and then from there, like I started this YouTube channel and like (laughs) just started learning about like debt and just- Mm -hmm. um, Like mama was obsessed. I'm not even kidding you. She started, I would send myself to YouTube school every day during the pandemic. And you would listen to, um, whenever you were in the shower, you wouldn't listen to music. You would always listen to like podcasts or YouTube. Videos. Or those, those books, yeah. like what were they called? That Rich really Dad, good. Rich Dad, Dad Poor Dad. Dad. Audiobooks. Yeah. Audio books. Audio books. Yeah. 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 Rich Dad, Poor Dad was like life changing yeah. for me. Yeah. And then you listen to the audiobook too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that was it. Like pandemic was huge for us. Mm-hmm. And then um, I guess from there, we're like, okay, we lived in a really expensive condo, mm-hmm. which was nice. It yeah. was a really nice condo, yeah. a really nice view. But we realized 
That wasn't actually getting us closer to getting where we wanted to be, which was to own own property in Mm -hmm. Toronto. And, um, yeah, I think we, I don't remember what time, but we decided that we were going to, we were going to like move. Yeah. We wanted to downsize. In order to save for a down payment. Because we yeah. always said, like, we want to own property in Toronto. But, but like, we never actually did any, made anything about changes. it. Like, I don't right? know. Like, if we were what just we were thinking. thinking something was going to be like, here you go, Fibbins. Like, here's the house. house. <laughs> like, that's not how it happens. You have to make changes. You have to make sacrifices. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. We made huge sacrifices. Yeah. You, can talk, sacrifice. you guys can talk about sacrifice. Because they're, <laughs> ultimately, like, yeah, like, you as the parent, you have to make the decisions. But your kids kind of have to go along with your crazy decisions at some point. And that's yeah. kind of what we did as a family. So. Because we moved from a nice nice condo in a nice area nice in area. Toronto to Toronto Toronto to <laughs> Toronto literally the, ti- the I'm not even kidding two was- bedroom place like in a in not Scarborough well, can I, we can't hate no Scarborough slander. This is just it was it it, it wasn't a nice view. No. It wasn't our, a nice our view. lived in a wind tunnel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> our lullaby was the um what is this the, the LRT the SRT yes. subway. Yeah. Um, our balcony have a room. shake. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't oh, yeah, a good so you situation. Lived in the living room too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a bedroom for that whole time. So uh, because it was my crazy idea, I was like, okay, Kamina Moy, you can have your own rooms. Like, so mm-hmm. Kamina Moy each got their own room. Sacrifice. And yeah, and then I slept in the living room. I got an IKEA Fritten. <laughs> yes, from, Fritten. from Facebook Marketplace <laughs> for like five hundred bucks, and I got a foam topper off mm-hmm. Amazon for like hundred and fifty. And every single night and every single morning, I set up and put away that yeah. couch. No, and it was so hard though because every morning like obviously we had school right but mm-hmm. mama is literally sleeping the kitchen is like here oh, mama's bed is yeah. like right, right there beside. that's crazy so we would have and to, you like, were so filming quiet. for like a few months yeah. out of that oh, too kamaya was getting up at like five, five. and then i would like quietly like make a little breakfast and then she would be like but no but those like those few months like of course like it was worth it because now we're homeowners mm-hmm. but like it was really really hard yeah yeah like it was yeah. really hard we were like well, it was just over a year we lived there for yeah. over a year yeah. yeah yeah and that was like also the height of covid so like you're not mm. we're not going out like we're just yeah. in the house 24 yeah. 7 stuck with each other nowhere to go like literally mama didn't have a room yeah it yeah. was really hard. It was like intense. But you know yeah. what? It taught us so many lessons. It really did. I feel like, like, especially when you live in a city like Toronto, there's like so many distractions that you can spend your money on. And there's also like a level of like keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Like you need to like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like live a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually hinders you. It and then a bigger hole, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? And it's not until you like make some, like a huge sacrifice mm-hmm. like we did. Like it was so drastic. But it it humbled us in a way totally. and it taught us really big lessons. And I'm so grateful that like my kids got to learn this at an early age because yes, they will never make the same mistakes that I did. <laughs> Seriously. Right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like those are lessons that we can carry on now. And now we're so disciplined when it comes to money. Like if we have a financial goal, we're gonna we're gonna make it through we're gonna, we're gonna sacrifice happen, hard yeah. work or or whatever. Because, like mean, by any means necessary. When you think about it, like we already made like the ultimate sacrifice yeah. living in that condo. Like yeah. anything else now was like, that's easy. It's like, easy. Yeah. yeah. Anything compared to that. Yeah. 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 Easy, right? That was awesome. Yeah. So you met cave on through. Mutual oh yeah. Plan. So once yeah. we actually <laughs> saved up the down payment money, yeah. we're like, okay, next step. First in my mind, I was like, okay, it would be unwise to 
because we went through so many different avenues. Like, are we going to purchase something that we're going to live in? Mm-hmm. Are we going to move to Hamilton? Even at one point we were going to yeah. buy in Windsor, Windsor yeah. and rent yeah. it out and live in Toronto. Um, but then, yeah, I was, we were just like at each other's throats all the time. Cause obviously the pandemic and like such a small space. So I just looked on, I forget where I looked realtor or wherever I looked mm-hmm. yeah. and I found one of your guys's lease listings and I was like, yeah, let's just reach out. And I remember like my initial email was like, I see you guys have a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel too. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, we ended up meeting Kayvon and, and we went to look at this townhouse, which we live in now, but it was yeah. like, yeah. even that was like back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then he was kind of like, oh, like, you know, after chatting with him and like, talking about our situation, he was like, okay, you guys have this money. Like, why don't you do a pre-construction? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like, I think we thought about that, but like, we didn't Very put briefly, a lot of weight on yeah. that yeah. at all. Like we were more into We never into, like, actually resale. looked into it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then when he said that, I think like within five minutes, we're like, yeah, okay, yeah. let's yeah, like, do it. I, like we, we got back in the car and we were like, yeah, yeah. we're doing this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it allows you to save your down payment, right? Over a few years in addition mm-hmm. to that. So mm-hmm. it really helps you amplify more, right? Totally, nice. totally. Yeah, 100%. And like, I think that brings us to like analysis paralysis, which mm-hmm. we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, because there are, especially when you've managed to save like a lump sum, mm-hmm. But There's, even in Toronto, that doesn't even really <laughs> yeah. mean much, yeah. right? It's a big city, yeah. Yeah, because like you, if you're buying something over a million, you need to put 20% down and like, then you need to qualify and all that stuff. So like, I think like when you're posed with like that many options, you just need to make you a decision. You just need to make yeah. a decision, especially like in this market. You yeah. can't, you don't have time to think and like, oh, well, I don't really see anything I like. Maybe I'll just wait. Yeah. Like you can't do that. You just yeah. have to make a decision. Yeah. And I that's think what we that's, did. I feel like- like I view that as like an ad, not an a, as like a positive thing about us. Like we don't, I don't know if it's like a little bit of like, what's the word? Naive, naive, naivete, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> I just feel like, uh, we're like, yeah, okay, good idea. Let's do it. Let's yeah. just do it. Yeah. Stop thinking about it. Just do it. Mm, I yeah. think that's that's kind of like our life. Have you motto. always been like super conscious and comfortable? I mean, uh, like taking your time to analyze, analyze everything or were you always just jumping into things all the time? No, well, def- I think we lived like, honestly, like as a single parent, especially in a city that's expensive as Toronto, you don't really have that um, luxury mm-hmm. of like that. Yeah. You're just living in survival mode yeah. like all yeah. the time. Yeah. So I think, especially because our financial situation changed like pretty quickly that like, you know, how do I even describe like, what are, what are you trying to say? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> like, um, like, well, do, because do we, have maybe, the luxury? No. we didn't have the luxury of making decisions no. like this before. Mm. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're living. Yeah. And then when our financial situation did change and we could like think like, okay, now we can actually purchase a property. Mm-hmm. I think we pr- learned pretty quickly. I'm actually yeah. really grateful for the pandemic. Like as much as yeah. I hated it, mm-hmm. like the pandemic definitely woke us up when it came we to finances. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, smart move. And, and then we guys. met you. Yeah. 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 Like our initial meeting with you, like we got back in the car and we're like, Canada's like, been put in our life for yeah. a reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was literally what happened. We got in the car and that is what was no, said. Really it really did. So cool. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. So I'm glad I was able to share things with you. Um, what are the questions would you have? So you were asking a couple things. Um, mm. Okay, well, number one, sorry, number one. Um, <laughs> first of all, we're doing private, li- we're, we're, the private mm. lending is working mm. out. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, 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 he has a deal from us coming this week. Sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna do that. That's gonna be really We've, fun. We did Sweet. go through with the corporation. You can put this in your little thing or not. Um, but we're doing that. We did open the corporation mostly because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know the advantages of having a corporation at all? Like, um, like for tax, no, like for tax tell us. Like we, so our accountant is the one that said, okay, you're going to do private lending. Why don't you, why don't you, um, open the corporation, open a holding, a holding company. Yeah. company. Yeah, sure. So that's what we did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think because like, sure. Now we're like relatively small fish. We do have visions mm-hmm. of it growing bigger and like oh, yeah. other things that we're going to ask you about today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we did. We started. Yeah. So started the whole company. company, like I'm not an accountant or anything. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but from what I know of it, it's more so for limited liability and yeah. also for retained earnings as well too. So if you keep the profits, I mean, you still have to pay taxes on the interest income and it's pretty high, right? Okay. It's the highest type of interest income that you can oh, have. Oh, wonderful. So talk to, yeah, I know. <laughs> talk to your about that. Um, but having the corporation, get you get the benefit of having the retained earnings. So if you don't, withdraw if you leave the money in the corporation you still get taxed on what you make oh. but after that you leave it in there the retained earnings yeah. for the following year you pay the minimum marginal tax on it but then eventually you can keep it in there right without being taxed whereas Ooh. if you kept it personally you'd pay the income tax yeah right? and then yeah. it's income right? okay. so it depends which bracket you are on the personal income side it may or may not affect you but it's more so i find more important for liability of getting sued for example so if it's a right. if you're buying mm-hmm. into a partnership into um you know, buying property with partners. Mm-hmm. Which is what we want to talk to you yeah, about. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Right, so I have a separate yeah. company for that because, right. you know, there's situations where, you know, death, divorce, things like that, right? Or you get sued or whatever. Yeah. If your partner gets sued, like your, your business partner you're investing with, you don't want that to affect mm-hmm. your other personal assets. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You want to keep that sheltered within that mm-hmm. company. Wait, totally. so even though we started this company as a holding company, like if we were to go and like start, uh, say, purchasing like, multi-unit buildings or something sure can we do that under the same company you can do it under the same company i'd probably keep it separate i'd probably have that holding like company an umbrella okay hold another company got and, it and that yeah okay. now the okay. problem with like all your this little stuff, your spider web oh yeah, yeah sure, is that yeah, what it is oh, kind of like that yeah yeah okay. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, so is your number one a holding company yes like your top one yes That's so my company. real estate income flows up to the holding company and that yeah. holding company can do invest in, invest into other uh, things, right? Okay. So there's advantage of that. My accountant is like way more smart than I am. So he, yeah. does, <laughs> he tells yeah, me all these yeah, things. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, yeah, like you, it's it's good to do that for retained earnings at the end of the day. And I can re, reinvest almost like pre-tax income, I guess, right? Without taking the tax personally. Nice. Okay. So nice. it kind of stretches a little bit more. There's advantages and disadvantages, like I said. Yeah. Um, I do have some partnerships with some other people and those are in separate yeah. companies as well too. Mm-hmm. So again, but under if, your holding. Under the whole company. Yeah. yeah. So if, uh, well, that's more, but so, they it doesn't are really separate. matter if it's under the whole company or under my personal. It doesn't really matter. Okay. It's more so that I get to invest pre-tax income towards that. Right. right? Okay. So yeah. um, that, that's a nice benefit. Got but it. it's more so that if they ever got sued, then it won't attack, it won't affect my other properties. Yeah. It's more important. So if you're concerned about tenants suing you, mm. like someone was just asking me today at the bank, it's pretty funny, I was telling her that if you hold under a corporation and you hold a property under a corporation and you're afraid of like a slip and fall or something, they're suing you for a right. million bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. that's what home insurance is for. That's what landlord insurance is for. Yes. So that will cover yeah. you in that aspect. Okay. I wouldn't do a corporation for that purpose. Okay. Because with a corporation, you have to pay an extra fee for accounting, like for yeah, rent yeah. keeping, mm-hmm. for incorporation, things like that. And it could be like another couple grand just for no reason at all right. Like a year, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say about incorporations. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. What else? Okay, so our big question today is the big question. Into the future. So, mm-hmm. so you are our inspiration. Thank you. One hundred percent, like genuinely. Yeah. And um, I love all your TikToks. <laughs> I do. I really do. They're so creative. So we're going to talk about that in a second. Hey, we're trying so to get that TikTok buddies who invest more into real estate. Yeah. There you go. There you um, go. but so okay, 
I guess our question is looking into the future, mm-hmm. there are like, let's say condo developers, mm-hmm. for example. Okay. Let's just look at condos. How do, how do you do that? How do you do that? To develop a condo? Yeah. yeah. How do you yeah. become a developer? Develop anything. Develop well, there's anything. different scales of development, right? Yeah, exactly. So let's take condos, for example. Like a condo building? What would yeah. be lower yes. than a condo? Okay. Well, if you say condo developers, like the ultimate, right? There's yeah. obviously other developers mm-hmm. past that. Like you could do communities, I guess you could say. You could do multi-condos, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, subdivisions, things like that. Yeah. But if you did less under the condo, you could do a small... First of all, there's different sizes. There's a high-rise condo. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. mid-rise and yeah. low-rise. You're yeah. still going through the same development process, same rezoning process, mm-hmm. same entitlement process. Yeah. It's a lot of work and a lot of money, right? And a lot of risk too. Who is you, money? Yeah. Uh, okay. So how do we how invest more into real estate without using our own money? That's our question. Yeah. We would like to use Someone other people's else's money. money. Okay. So, oh, I got this from Robert, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. So OPM. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to. I follow a girl. I follow somebody on um, TikTok, Instagram. Oh, She's on TikTok too. Her name's uh, Bag oh. Afari. Okay. I think. Whatever. Awesome. So she's awesome. <laughs> other people's money is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Having the leverage of that, but it's a huge responsibility. That's okay. We're okay with that. Meaning that you're, first of all, you have to get the trust of your investors. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so I was like, oh, so we need okay. to start small. We need to like start managing something. And then like, this is like 20 years into the future. Right. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. We have, okay. we have a lot of time to do this. <laughs> okay, <awesome. laughs> so um, yeah, if you're playing with other people's money, I, I think you have to watch it even tighter than you watch your own money. For Just sure. because your reputation's on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, you can upset, you can mess up somebody's life. Exactly. Right? If they're trusting you with it. And yeah. you know, you lose all the money for them, right? It's yeah. a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, that's way more important. So how do you start own. small? How do we start? How do we like, start? how do we get our like foot we're, into the yeah. door to yeah. being eventually, developers? Eventually doing that. Like how would we do that? That's such a big question. Um, other people's money, first of all, you're using banks' money for a mortgage. That's a, the, yeah. the basic definition of other people's money because essentially you're using institutional fund money, RSPs, whatever, government money, mm-hmm. you know, um, to lend to the bank, which they in turn lend to you at 3 4 5%, whatever, right. 6%. So you're really only putting 20% down, 5% down, 10% down, whatever it is. 20% yeah. down, let's just assume, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Um, and the other 80% is other people's money. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the basic of it, right? Okay. But even if you're talking about getting people to lend you the extra 20%. Yeah. Like at the super, super high level when you're building condos, you have people investing to funds. Like there's a lot of developers out there that give you funds. They, they, they guarantee like a 15% return. So is this similar to what we're doing with the private lending? Mm, Kind of, kind of, kind of. That's more for smaller scale, depending Mm -hmm. on which project you're doing. Yeah. So a lot of developers like to do fix and flips, right? Where if you secure a property, they, they only bought the property, whatever it is, maybe like assuming that's their money through the bank's traditional mortgage, whatever. Yeah. They're using your money to do the construction, for example, right? Okay. So the guy that I introduced you to, he'll secure it based on the appraised value mm-hmm. and make sure that you're safe. So generally they'll lend up to 85% loan of value, or sorry, 80% loan of value, that is, meaning 20% down. Yeah. So in case anything goes wrong, there's that 20% buffer. Like if mm. the market drops a little bit or okay. there's fees, you know, yeah. selling costs, all that kind of stuff, um, you know, renovations, vacancies, all that, that 20% in theory should be able to protect them or protect you as an investor to mm-hmm. get your money back. Right. Right. If you're borrowing up to 100% or even higher than 100% of what it's worth, yeah. then you'll never recoup that money if they stop paying. Right. That makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So from there, um, you're lending them money. So on looser underwriting policies, and they're able to do what they do. They're paying interest only on the payments, and it's high interest. So you, you get to benefit as well, too. 
And then after that, they'll refi that out through a traditional mortgage once the value goes up even higher. So say, it's like, say they add another uh, you know, story to their building or to a mm-hmm. house maybe, and now it's worth more. They added more square footage. Mm-hmm. They subdivide the lot and made it into two lots, two houses, and you can yeah. charge a little bit more. So that's another way to increase value. Yeah. Right? And then um, now they get a reappraisal. They get refinancing. It's called takeout financing and they or cash out refi, a whole bunch of terms you can use. Mm-hmm. But basically they're cashing out your loan at a cheaper rate. And now they get to pay you back. They take their profits and they're just, you know, rent it out or whatever. That's another way to do it. Um, so with other people's money, what else can you do? So a lot of the bigger institutional guys that build condos, mm-hmm. like these development firms, mm-hmm. yeah. they have private capital behind them that lend them money, right? And they yeah. give them like a 15% return, whatever. But they're doing it, the number makes sense because they're getting multiples on the returns. Right. So they can't afford to do that, right? Yeah, and they have yeah, the experience yeah, yeah. to do this. So. Yeah. Kind of that makes sense a little okay. bit. Mm-hmm. So they have people invest in their fund. Their fund will be, that'll be their down payment, I guess you could say. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, they go to the banks to get the funding. funding for okay. Right. Yeah. Wow. It's an A lending, a schedule A, schedule B, like, you know, yeah. B yeah. lender yeah. or whatever, private lender. Mm-hmm. There's different levels of underwriting. Mm-hmm. And okay. the, the looser so the policies are, the more. Make a level of trust with some yeah. people yeah. with yeah. big pockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, sorry to say, like, if we try to raise capital to build a condo today, it's going to be really impossible. You might get a couple people, yeah, like, some that's true. people to invest in you, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not going to get public money. First of all, yeah. that's illegal. You need a license for that, right? You need a license to mm-hmm. be able to raise capital like that for public okay. money. Wow. But for people that you do know, yeah. um, it's possible to get some friends and family to invest in, a, say, a flip or something, right? Even let's like, say yeah. you bought an old mm-hmm. condo, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in like, I don't know, a, a, another area that has a lot of, like even in one of these older buildings here. Yeah. Say you buy it for 500000 but then everything else around that area is going for 800000 Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Say so you put in 100000 after yeah, land transfer yeah, tax yeah. on that, another 100000 Yeah. And yeah. You're, you're, you finish the project at, call it 650, yeah. 750 or mm-hmm. whatever. Right? And then if you sold it and you actually net 800 or whatever, right. then that fifty grand is profit, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that makes true. sense. So that's like mm. the smaller scale. Yeah. yeah. You can do the same thing with like, it's called the Burr method. I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Yes. Buy, refinance. No. Wait, yeah. buy, renovate, refinance. No, buy, renovate, <laughs> rent, refinance, repeat. Yeah. Right? Okay. So um, you can do the same for, you know, single properties, such mm-hmm. as a condo, as mm-hmm. a home. You do it for duplexes, triplexes, mm-hmm. multiplexes. You that's can subdivide lots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What she do? Uh, triplex, duplex. She, no, she first, she started with a condo. And she bought it really cheap and she realized that renovated units in that building were going for like X amount over what she did. And I think she put like 30,000 into it mm-hmm. and she made, I think like 50,000 profit. Yeah. And then she put it into a house that she renoed and like, she's badass. She's, she did those renos herself. Yeah, yeah. herself. Wow. Yeah. yeah. DIY. And uh, now she's investors. building. Yeah. A building? How big of a building? Uh, no, just like a, like building like a single Single family home. There you go. So yeah. the way to increase value would be, the, the best way, obviously, is to increase square footage. So yes. in a condo, it's very hard yeah. to do that. And that's why you're kind of limited to the upside of it. Yeah, you're based yeah, on yeah. what, you know, you're buying. It's like, almost like, truthfully, the whole game of real estate is truly like Monopoly. The yeah, game. that's what we love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The core, the yeah. simplified level. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, yeah, Right? And when you land on it, you rent. I mean, like, whatever, right? You're yeah. Paying rent. yeah. So they pay down the mortgage. Same thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, I guess when you increase density, that's where you really add value. So in condos, you can't do that. Right. In houses, mm-hmm. you kind of can with a certain degree if you're with the, within the zoning bylaws. Right. Right. And sometimes you can push those levels a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you get exceptions and there's like exceptions basically. Right. Yeah. And then when you do it on a larger scale. Yeah. 
obviously you scale, right? So yeah. that's why yeah. it's worth millions, right? Because it's right. scale. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, wow. That's a lot to take. This is it's putting like a lot into perspective. I'm like having like brain overload right now. Wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, like for us, it's like okay, we have this condo. We're doing mm-hmm. private lending this week. Yeah, which I think we're getting like an 11 percent return, which mm. is really good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we're excited it's for just that. So fun. And the reason that we're doing that, <laughs> it is really, like, is. It really, yeah, is, but like yeah. The, the reason is because we're like, okay, should we, like for anything that we'd actually want to live in, we're going to have to spend at least 1.5. Yeah. Right. Anything, no, yeah. That we would want to live in. Yeah. So, but like, I guess like our question is like, what next? Like, what do we do now? It's almost yeah. like, like, what you want. Uh, yeah. What? Okay. Well, we just want a real estate empire. We want a real yeah. estate empire. That's why we were thinking like being developers now. <laughs> it's like a lot of work. I don't know what I thought. Like it was going to be this super simple thing, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe like just more, more like houses yeah, for now. Have, you have like, like quantity, right? You have, you have a lot have of stuff a, going yeah. on. I mean, I've also been doing this for 17 years, right? So yeah, that's oh, true. Okay. Yeah. Know. We're like a few months in. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, okay, we are <laughs> the next group to group. So like, I'm telling you, every single millennial that I work with <laughs> thinks the same thing, whether it's no. real estate investing or the career or whatever it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. A lot of people, like you have to have patience in this game. Right. It's all about first, like... Anyway, it's about the long term mm. time in the market, spending your time. Yeah, it's hard time to in the market overnight. Like the people you see on TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff, they make it look sexy, you know? And it is <laughs> yeah. sexy. Don't get me wrong. Over time, it is. Mm-hmm. But just keep grinding, keep working, make mm-hmm. money the way you make money. Yeah. Whether it's in your regular jobs, yeah. right? And then pour it back into investing. So investing is saving and that's, use the compounding yeah. effect. Use yeah, that's leverage. what I'm thinking. Like keep doing this private lending and then. And then we'll have enough. I have a couple enough- things to say about private lending. Like, okay. I introduced you as a really good friend of mine. I've invested. I do invest. Actually, I still mm-hmm. have some money with him for private lending, which yeah. is great. 11%, 12%, 15%, whatever. Sounds yeah. amazing. 15%, generally, you get those deals when they're really shaky and they're really scary. So I wouldn't, I would stay away okay. from that. Okay. 11%, you're still pretty good. 12%, By the way, when good. he sends me the deal, I'm going to send it to you so you can for sure. make sure. He's it's a good friend of mine. I do yeah. trust him. So like, I do yeah, trust yeah, him a lot, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but ultimately, the bad thing about private lending is that you get taxed pretty highly on dividend dividend income. Yeah. Oh. Okay, call it half. Let's just say. Okay. Don't forget. Even though it's going into a corporation. Well, I talked to an accountant about that. Okay. okay. So. Okay. Like everything, <laughs> just in, in theory, though, right? It's great in cash flow, but don't forget you're losing out on uh, inflation. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, so say you invest hundred grand into it, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna get eleven grand at the end of the year, which will be like what? Call it just under a thousand dollars a month for yeah. cash flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that thousand dollars is not going to buy you much. And meanwhile, that hundred thousand you get back mm-hmm. eventually will be worth and worth less, less and less, less. Yeah, less yeah actually, you're right. Year over I year. didn't even think so about Don't get that. me wrong; it's good for yeah. cash flow. So if you put, I don't know, five hundred thousand, a million bucks into it, mm-hmm. right? If you got ten grand a month in income, that's pretty good to like, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. do a lifestyle, yeah. right? So the way I look at it is, that I wouldn't do private lending unless you have millions, right? Oh wow. Well, I think the reason that we're doing it is like it's just. Rather than it being sitting in our account doing nothing, I yeah, I agree. Right, I agree. we're gonna we do just this. don't it's want it to be here, and then opinion. and then buy something else. I think I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. Absolutely agree. It's yeah. just you lose the taxes, inflation. That's the only mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just be cautious of that. If it's just extra money and it's just kind of like, um, like a diversifying and, and having extra income come in, mm-hmm. yeah, cash yeah. flow. Yeah. If, the theory is that if you have enough um, as a dividend income coming in and it supports your lifestyle. Mm. then that's really yeah yeah that's rich that. if you I was think like, about wow, it if we can just stack hundreds of that like each time i hide a hundred thousand like boom 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 we and could just like, like 
you can just, just coast. Live. <laughs> What's well, it right? Like even the rich dad poor dad, he talks yeah. about that, right? The yeah. way to make money is when the, the definition make your of money, rich make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and also the definition of rich is that when your assets are make more money than your liabilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So your liabilities, such as rent, such as car payments, yes. whatever, mm-hmm. food, clothing, mm-hmm. uh, entertainment, all that yeah. stuff. If that dividend income coming in, your sleeping money, like when you're sleeping, you make yeah. money sleep. Yeah, yeah. That is more then than you're that. winning. How much then more you, do you need? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right? No. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. My goal is to build my net worth through real estate, through leverage. Yeah. To be able to one day cash out of everything and live off the dividend income. I love that. Mm. Okay, makes sense. So I wouldn't do it at my level now because I don't have enough cash to sustain my lifestyle because it's pretty expensive to live. Yeah. How I live and support everybody and turn the lights on, right? Mm. Yeah. So um, I, I just, it's good. Just be cautious of that. So okay. the reason why I like real estate is because you can use leverage. You can use bank OPM. You can use other people's money through the bank money, mortgages. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Appreciation. Yeah, that is other people's money. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Debt yeah. pay down. Yeah. Your mortgage is being paid down over 25 or 30 years, whatever the right. amortization level is. Because guaranteed at 25 years or 30 years, whatever you pick, it'll be paid to zero. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's the whole definition yeah. of amortization. Yeah. And then you can create that generational wealth. Mm-hmm. But it takes time. 25, 30 years is a long time. It's yeah. quick, but it's also long. Yeah. Right? And at the same time, you get rental income, so the tenant's paying that off. Mm-hmm. Right? And then also on top of that, you have cash flow. Eventually, the, the rents will... You know, as rents, as you know, always appreciate, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when tenants move out, you go to market rent, and all of a sudden, you can't believe it now. Like year over year, is twenty percent rent increases. I, know, I just showed yeah. the like yeah. units last night, two bedroom, wild, Ridiculous. like thirty five hundred. Yeah, exactly. One bedroom for twenty eight hundred on average now. That's gross, right? You know, oh, so oh my gosh. and it's so funny because I uh, like I was actually panicking a little bit about the condo that we bought because I yeah. was like, damn, like our mortgage <laughs> is going to be a lot plus plus maintenance fees, but like with the rents. Yeah. It's going to be built by yeah. 24. That, like, that, I think we'll, we'll, we'll probably be cash flow negative, but like not, not a disgusting amount. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah. But the next but, tenant, you know, the rental exactly, will go up. Exactly. It's, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So like, wait, I have flow. another question. Yeah, sure. So like right now with the way interest rates are, um, and property prices have gone down, but like imagine well, they'll definitely go back up eventually, mm-hmm. but like how soon that gonna, is going to happen. Do you think that you keep, like when you're looking at a property to buy that you're not going to live in, that you're going to rent out, do you think it's possible? Like, do you know what I mean? Like how long you should, should you be forecasting that you're going to be in the negative? So before it's like an unwise choice. Um, you're not really in the negative because you're, you're, you got to factor of the principal equity. pay down. The principal pay down. You, right. So approximately half of your mortgage payment, like it, it, it dep- in the beginning parts is you're paying way more interest than your principal, but a portion of your payments will still always be principal if you're amortizing it down to right. zero, unless you're doing an interest-only payment. So I guess you can, another way to look at it is that if you calculate interest-only payments, like you say you got a line of credit, mm-hmm. right? Plus your maintenance mm-hmm. fees, plus your taxes, plus your insurance, maybe yeah. some heating, whatever you have. So P-I-T-M, princi- principal, interest, taxes, maintenance. Yeah, okay. The I-T-M portion <clears throat> is what goes away. Like that is just gone just because you got to pay it. Right. You don't get the okay, kind of, I see what the you're principle saying. Yeah, you get yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody says you're in the negative, cash flow negative, seven hundred dollars negative, whatever. Yeah. What if you're paying down a thousand dollars a month? Right? It's almost like forced savings, you know? And yeah, eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. it won't be seven hundred dollars a month negative. Eventually it'll be five hundred dollars negative. And then eventually two hundred dollars. And then eventually okay. Positive, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And also it'll appreciate at the same time. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. It, okay. It, you gotta look at each scenario differently, but like mm-hmm. just know like yes. Cash flow is a very real thing. I get it, right? Because yeah. you still got to make that mortgage payment yeah. mm-hmm. even though you're negative $700. So just leave a chunk of change in there. Leave 20, 30, 40 grand in there in the right. bank account. Mm-hmm. And let it draw down, right? Right. Because eventually it will come back. Right. Period. 
Period. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah. And then when yeah. it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then when then when you're able to refinance it, take some money out, and you're still kind of like break even or getting a little negative, do it again, right? Okay. That's yeah. how people get wealthy in real estate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, Learning I think the lots. podcast just before this one that's going to be released <laughs> yeah. talks about this. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's it with? Uh, Michael, it's someone in our team. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, Talk about nice. four ways to make money in real estate, which is Ooh. those things, right? So. Nice. Yeah. Um, what else did we want to talk about? Yeah, what else, what, what, what else was on our where's list? Your list? <laughs> yeah, where's our list? Okay. I think that was like our, that was like our really just like one question. What? What happens yeah. if it's net cash or negative? No, it was um, like how to make money in real estate not using our own money. I think that unless some well, okay. So I have, um, for example, I've had some partnerships <clears throat> where I'm doing all the work, right? Right. And mm-hmm. they're the ones putting up the capital. Yeah. Right. Because they have more, they make money, right? And they got more money than they have time and expertise, and they're in a different industry. Mm-hmm. So here I am as a real estate expert. And I do this day in and day out. So I'm guiding them through it, managing the tenants, improving the property, just managing the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So I'll take a portion of equity out of that. I right. put a little bit of money into the game so I have skin in the game so I could show them that, listen, like that, I do care about this as well too. Yeah, yeah. Not just the regular whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how I can make money on other people's money, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does make sense. Yeah. Sweat equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So again, if you're just starting out, you got to get somebody to trust you to do that. Yes, so say yes. you're doing a fix and flip, for example, it's basic, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Somebody will inject all the capital, pay for it all, expect a certain amount of return. Mm-hmm. And the most basic way you can do it is that they get their in, initial investment back. So say they put a million bucks into your investment, they get their um, a million bucks back and then you mm-hmm. split the profit from there. Yeah. Right. That's how you can do it. I mean, that's a yeah. pretty sweet deal on their end. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they're not yeah. doing anything and they get a profit. Yeah. But what if you don't? What if you don't yeah. make a profit? What if it's a market like today and then it dropped? Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, and that's scary. Sweating. So that's what I mean. Yeah. That's, that's why it's super scary with other people's money because now they're thinking, you owe me a million bucks. Yeah, people mm-hmm. die yeah. over that. That's yeah. what I mean. Literally. Exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. I would say treat other people's money way more than you, better than you treat yours. Yeah. Yes. If you can work with your own money because if you end up knocking wood, you lose money. Mm-hmm. Then it's your money, you can just sweat it out. You can yeah, wait it out. Yeah. You can wait till next year, whatever you do, yeah. right? Like, but you don't have anybody breathing over your back. Mm-hmm. So one step at a time. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Patience. Yeah. <laughs> Patience. Yeah. So would you say like us flipping a condo would be a good thing in this market or no? I don't like flipping personally, generally at all. Okay. Really? I don't because you lose it to, to costs. There's land transfer tax when you buy. There's yeah. realtor fees right, when yeah, you yeah, sell. Yeah, yeah. There's oh. a mortgage <laughs> penalty break, like you know, when you break a mortgage, for example. Yeah. What right? is breaking a mortgage? I don't know. Well, terminating early, term. ending it early. So there's oh, something called the IRD, early. which is interest rate differential if you're on a fixed mortgage, which the bank's idea is that they lent you money at this much, they expect a certain profit of this much. You're ending the okay. term early, so pay a penalty. Pay yeah. a bit of that profit. Oh, up, wow. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. even for variable, there's, there's like three-month interest penalty and things like that, right? Depending on which bank, sometimes okay. it would be lenders yeah. is a little higher. Mm-hmm. So... um even like your private mortgages, for example, there's a lender fee that gets added to that. Like that might yeah, go to the person, right? Yeah. So, but um, like there's there's fees for all that stuff and it just adds up. So I don't like flipping because yes, Unless you might it was make like, a quick profit yeah. and it might keep you happy for a little bit, but then now you got to go find another deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And how do you know what you're buying is like, if you sold it high, you can also buy high too. How are you going to yeah. find the next deal? Mm-hmm. Versus keeping the property and instead of selling it, rent it out, take out, 
like 80% of the equity, leave 20% behind. Mm-hmm. And there's your profit. You can go spend that money or reinvest that money. Right. And you still get to yeah. maintain that property. And over time, it'll pay itself yeah. off. Right. Rents will go up. And that's the burn method in a nutshell. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 It's just, there's like so many options these days. There's so many options for yeah. what you can do. And we just keep wondering like, what is like the next set? Like, what do we do yeah, now? What, like, mm-hmm. what do we do? Be our advisor to- and tell us what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I what? mean, yeah, sorry. Well, I think for us, like realistically, like the next thing that we would probably do is it's just what you're talking about. Just like buying a house like a house somewhere here. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. ideally and it would be a house that we could live in the top and rent the basement. Yeah. That's really that would be like. so You know, ideal. the biggest thing right now is yeah. garden suites, right? Like garden suites and laneway suites. Yeah. If you get a big enough lot that you're able to build. Oh, a, a like in Vancouver. Here. That's what granddad's neighbors did. Yeah. Right. They built a house yeah. in they the back. Because the they, got, yeah, they yeah. got the permission to do that way before Toronto did. But yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. Vancouver yeah. has it. LA has it. And I think LA, you can do four units. So you can do Whoa. two units in the main and two units in the back. Wow. Or whatever. Really? So accessory dwelling units is another way to say garden suite. ADUs. Yeah. Right. You might hear that term a lot in the States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's also a good thing. I mean, it's not going to be wow. cheap. You're basically like buying another property on your yeah. own. Yeah, so on you your still, own. You gotta build it. It's still like, it's still like yeah. half a million or yeah. whatever it is to yeah. build, right? So it's still, but eventually you can do that. If you own the land, you can do that. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Right, so maybe that's the next thing you look at. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be really we cool. We could just ultimately, convince granddad. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, just you have to the build shed. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the day, you have to increase density. That's that's the real way okay. to make money, yeah. really. Okay. Add more square footage. Okay. Easiest way. So that's our next step. Yeah. Well, we don't, well, yeah. But you need assets. No, to I was just it. no. I was thinking. I was like, yeah, exactly, right. That's that's why you I'm like the next step is get get like saw an actual lot. Yes, because it, yeah. you can't increase anything on, on, on what we ha- what we own already on yeah. a condo. The, the good thing about right? condos, yeah. and I started my investing career through condos, right? Yeah, because it, it grows in equity. It's an asset at the end of the day through rich I poured yeah. yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, and we'll hold on to that condo for, for a long, for a long, a long time. Yeah, rent if you're a tenant. I'd rather live in a nice brand new condo with amenities, concierge, yeah. water, transit, mm-hmm. good locations. Prime rather location. than some it's like, a great location. Right? Rather mm-hmm. than some like dinky basement somewhere. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some moldy basement. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not fun. Yeah. yeah. So um, you always have tenants. You'll pay uh, higher paying tenants. Now there is a market for those people, right? Like, cause it is cheaper to live in a moldy basement, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot more headaches as a landlord person. No, that location yeah. is prime. I'm sh- I it's don't think perfect. we're going to have any trouble finding I really a good don't. Yeah. quality And tenant. as it appreciates, you can just refinance it. Then you can like move it to other things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. investment, get a few more condos. Yeah. And then you start yeah. diversifying yourself by having more properties. Yeah. Yeah. That's so what we, we get that's... like you. It's patience. Yeah. Patience. Seven years, I'm telling you. Yeah. Patience, grasshopper. Wax on, wax off. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about you guys, TikTok. What's happening? Like, where's that? How do you come up with the creativity and all this? Like, isn't another it's podcast? All awesome. like, okay. It's all Okay. Where do you get these trends from? Well, okay. So first of all, I did go to school for marketing. That's why I did go to school for marketing. And then uh, when Kamaya was doing her acting stuff, I did social media for a few different companies. Mm. Like not anything big. I actually took like really low paying jobs just so we could be on set together because Kamaya was a minor. So we had Mm. to be on set. Um, So like I do have a little bit of background on social media. Um, But like also it's just fun. It's fun. (laughs) We we genuinely just enjoy it. Like I'll call mama over and I'll be like, mama, this is a really good TikTok idea. And then we'll literally just do it. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's just looked at something that's like fun. It's fun. And then when we realized, okay, 
Wait. We can actually like even Siobhan, for example, mm-hmm. like seeing him and like he, if, if the way I look at it, if somebody else is doing it, why can't you? Yeah. Right. right? As exactly. long as you put in the work and like you mm-hmm. follow the blueprint that's already laid out, as like well. your blueprint, yeah. we're trying to follow you. Like sure. you just take mm-hmm. somebody's blueprint and you follow it. Mm-hmm. So for us, like TikTok, I'm like, okay, these people, you can easily make like 20K a month. Yeah. yeah. If we can add 20K a month what, to our TikTok? income. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. How? It's right in front of a lot of people and no one takes the opportunity. Okay. How? <laughs> tell them how no you tell <laughs> we haven't done it yet ken okay, okay. we're just we're trying no, to get okay, there so we, we've I, we've done two sponsors now yes okay. but we got paid pretty yeah. little but i took i took the little pay because i was like okay i need to learn first of all how to communicate with the brands as myself sure. um and just like do all that so it's kind of like there's value in that versus the pay mm-hmm. but let's say you do like i don't know two sponsorships a week mm. right and mm-hmm. you're getting x amount of dollars you can easily make that money through sponsorships. Mm -hmm. So like right now we've made a media kit and we've started, Amoy is the person that researches the brands that we're going to work with. She finds the emails, emails, she puts it into a spreadsheet and then she sends it to me and then I email them. 